My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers. Welcome to Cross Politic on the Fire Laugh Feast Hey, today's Network. your favorite subject. Well, oh, you. yeah. We get to talk about me. That's right. Your favorite <laughs> that, subject. It was their idea to talk about me. No. No, it wasn't my idea? Yeah. It was my idea to talk well, about well, me? Everybody's talking about Come you Come on right now. now. Hey, so. guys, if you're in town for Grace's Agenda, make sure you check out our live show this Thursday, 7 p.m. at the New Art with Nate Wilson and my brother Aaron. I'm trying to get so excited to, to get my brother Aaron on the show. Farming up that black pill. He's like godfather in the background. Yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty excited to get him on the show and, and talk about, like, you know, when we were younger, um, the best way to illustrate this is my brother's older, yeah. two years older, and and the older brother kind of paves the way. But but also, it's like, you know, um, uh, when penguins line up against the edge of the iceberg, they'll, <laughs> they'll push each other off to chest for sharks. <laughs> Do they do I, that really? I, yeah, they do. They do. You pushed they, him off the test for sure. There's a couple times I pushed him. <laughs> Did sharks get him? Uh, I mean, he took some spankings from me. Let yeah, me just put it yeah, that way. Yeah. That's why Let he don't like you. I way. was wondering what <laughs> it was between the Seriously. two. Of them. <laughs> 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 I and, uh, I and also, we're gonna have an after party Friday night uh, after Grace Agenda at my house. You got to email us at contact at fightlabfeast.com for my address and kind of bring a drink, bring a snack, whatever. I don't know how many people are coming, so just kind of you know. Join in in the fun, basically, at my house. That'll be right after Grace Agenda's last talk Friday, probably around like 9 o'clock my house. So bring okay. bring a cigar, bring a pipe, whatever. Okay. If you're a fan of Cross Politic or the Fight Left Feast Network, then surely you know we have a merch store, right? Rowdy Christian Merch is your one-stop shop for everything Cross Politic merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs. But we've Tripology. also got specialty items like backpacks and coffee, which is what I'm drinking right now, by the way. Cross mm. politics, cross politics. Even yeah. AirPod cases. Visit Rowdy Christian Merch at RowdyChristian.com. Buy that next gift, a little something for yourself. Again, that's RowdyChristian.com. All right. I got no victory song or anything. So, um, okay. Play his Texas song. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll find that. You know, I don't even can, use that anymore. Like, like, do we, you know, he won, right. he won. We won. Deep in the heart of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so as as people knew back in uh we heard back in February uh the judge awarded me um ordered the city to go into negotiations and to settlement with me. They That's, said they said there was like he he was like kind of like upset about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, there's no like, reason why this needs to go to, to get, uh, we never should have been arrested yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Their first amendment rights were violated. Yeah. You actually had a law that said you couldn't do what you said you yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So, right. you so he ordered the negotiation settlement because he said there's no reason this should go to trial. And so in July, a couple weeks ago, of course, you've probably already seen me. I've been on Fox and Friends. I've been all over the place. Actually, um, uh, we won. We won the settlement. And in the settlement, we were awarded $300,000 uh, for the settlement. That included uh, Thomas Moore Society gets $150,000. And then me, Rachel, Sean. Rachel and Sean were the married couple arrested along with me. We each get $50,000 How each. was that number come? How did it come to that number? Um, it's, uh, I, you know, with, uh, cause it doesn't seem high enough for me. No, it, it's not. It's, it's uh, negotiations are, I mean like I, so we get into this. So 
we get into the settlement. I think it was June 2nd was the first conversation or first ne- negotiation it was early May. Oh, yeah. My dates are so off now. Um, but the first settlement we get in and the judge who's the moderator, she's a, she's a former judge or a current judge. Mm. Uh, she's the moderator. She's from Boise and she, you know, you have both sides in the courtroom, actual courtroom yeah. and she's just giving instructions. This is how settlement's going to go. This is how the negotiation's going to go. I'm going to be in the, you get one party's in this room, one party's in this room and I'm going to be going back and forth. Okay. And then she says, um, I think the best kind of settlement is when both parties walk away a little frustrated. That didn't sound like justice. No. I was like, I I'm like my, my jaw dropped and all both the lawyers in the room, my lawyer and the other lawyer, they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like unbelievable. There's no real desire for ju- uh, justice in the courtroom. Um, in addition to that, I don't, I don't want to get into too much behind the uh, scenes because um, some people are, are not here to defend themselves. Uh, but <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I asked uh, to start the settlement at a certain number and, and my lawyer was like, no, we aren't going to do that. And so basically we came to an agreement where a number that he could start in good conscience and defend me. Um, uh, so very different. But part of this, there's, it's a, to his defense, since my lawyer's not here, it's a 1983 claim that we're going after. A 1983 claim, um, uh, Section 1983, it kind of came out of the 1870s to be able to give blacks a way of suing cities for the city discriminating against them and violating their First Amendment, Second Amendment rights, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, um, back in the – 1870s, give them sort of some sort of legal Eight, recourse. 1870s? Yeah. 1860s, 1870s. Yeah, because you got the right to vote then right. in the first right. Civil Rights Act. Okay, so, that makes so, sense. So that's what, it gave them a legal way of suing the city if they violated their First Amendment rights yeah, kind of thing. Right. Or constitutional rights, period. Boy, what a messed up world. <laughs> so that's what, that's what my lawsuit was based off of, yeah. was that 1983 claim. Well, 1983 claims are all over the map on what you can get. Okay. $1, $10, the lawyer, remember the... University of Idaho, the students who had their free speech uh, right. rights violated two right. years ago or right. a year and a half ago, yeah. they got um, like $10,000 each. Now, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah, but it seems like free speech is awfully cheap. Oh, it's it's a joke. And then even in the whole negotiation process, we were negotiating with the city's insurance agent. Yeah. Okay. We were not even negotiating with the city. I told the judge, I said, um, man, if you guys had a recording of what happened in the negotiating room, so I think it <laughs> It's drama. It was drama Wait, because I wasn't nice. And <laughs> and I told the judge, I said, get that insurance agent out of the room. I was like, we're not talking to him. Get him out. And so she eventually started just negotiating with the uh, actual city attorney huh? and started going through the lawyers. On Why that. didn't you want to in, in, with the insurance agent? Because he has nothing to do with this. Right. He, he didn't, he's, he's, he didn't he's, violate he's, my rights. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't right. mind them talking to the lawyers, the representative of, of the whole group. They should go to their own insurance agent and come back to you. Yeah, and say, Here's what exactly. Like, get him out of the room. He's going to be right. being here. So we kind of like there was it was it was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and then the first negotiation ended with the city violating court orders. The judge ordered the city to come into the negotiating room with all the authority present to be able to finalize the decision there. Yeah. They did not do that. So we were ordered into the uh, second round of negotiations because the city violated the judge's first court order. Yeah. And of course, they, they didn't get slapped on the hand. They're just like, oh, we'll just reschedule. Not a big deal. We'll reschedule. Right. And and so there's a, sometime I'm happy to talk about in, in privacy all the drama that happened. But we won. Grateful yeah. to God we won. Yeah. We got $300,000, which is pretty unheard of for 1983 claims. Okay. So, then so there's only one. There's considered only, pretty high. It's still considered pretty high for oh, 1983 okay. claims. There's only one other 1983 claim that I could find that was that, that level. Uh, there might 
uh, there might be a couple others that were higher than that, but this is so you know pretty what? high considering the range of what really happens. You know in why I'm concerned place. about the amount because it needs to hurt. The justice needs to be served, right? And so that's why I'm asking. Do you think? That, I'm just wondering though if it's a, finish your question. This is uh, do, do you think this is an important point? Yeah. Do you I, think though that justice was served in such a way that they won't go back and do this again? Yeah. So because no, that's what I'm no. concerned. They got slapped on the a, hand. When you get hit with a high enough amount, it's like, well, let's not do that again. That hurts. Well, that's, but part of the challenge with, I mean, this is when you bring these kind of charges against a corporate entity, against uh, representatives, what happens is, I mean, this is actually coming out of our tax dollars, right? Well, it's coming out of our insurance. The insurance that the city works with, but our premiums are probably going to go up. So tax dollars are going to pay more. The point is still valid, though. So then the city should be like, y'all don't ever do this again. (laughs) Right? Don't treat our citizens like this again right, right. because it hurts us when you act foolish since right. you represent us. That's right. Right. And so I, I still want it to hurt because it needs to hurt all the way down. Right. It needs to hurt. So that people are like, yeah, yeah. So, if there needs to be some sort of immune system or nervous system that says, yeah, don't put your hand in fire. It burns. So this yeah. brings up a really important right. point for me right. in all this. I told my lawyers I wanted to go all the way to trial. So if you don't settle, you go to trial. That's what happens. I told my lawyers, I was like, I don't want to settle even at this amount. Mm-hmm. I want to go to trial. They're paying us $300,000 right now not to go to trial right now. Yeah. What's behind that door? There was a lot more behind that door. And but because I was, uh, I didn't have the money. So Thomas Moore graciously, thankfully, Thomas Moore was paying my lawyers. I was hamstrung. Yeah. And so I ended you had up, to do what you could I, do. At I the had moment. to do what I could do. But I wanted to go all the way to trial because there was far, there's two things there. One is you set legal precedent. Right. So settlement doesn't really set legal precedent beyond that, uh-oh, it sells mm. people that you could lose money doing this. Right. So it does, it does hurt. One reason to jack up that it price. Does, yep. It does hurt. It does cause consternation in the city or whoever's the, the, the problem in the case. But going all the way to trial would have helped set and establish more legal precedent in right. these situations. Because you might say, hey, you know what? We might not like black people, but every time they sue us, we lose $100 million. Secondly, <laughs> to, put, to put our former lawyer. Leave them alone, let them vote. That's right. That's right. <laughs> to put our former lawyer, uh, a mayor, on the stand and just watch him talk through all the hypocrisy of, of him violating his own order would have been fantastic. Mm. Putting our former, uh, putting our current city attorney on the stand to talk about. How she and her staff, particularly her staff, were using hate speech against me and my religious community would have been fantastic. There's all sorts of value in that mm. um, to get her also to talk about how she's going after Stickergate, further religious discrimination. The the initial the the right. uh, additional case on us. There was so much value in going to trial. It to me it was worth way more than three hundred thousand dollars. The other the other kind of goofy thing in all this is Thomas Moore got their money back. I'm so glad. Yeah, they took. Yeah. They, they, spent, they spent three and a half years. They yeah. spent over probably over three hundred one hundred fifty thousand dollars. They got one hundred fifty thousand back. Um, me, Rachel, and Sean split the other one hundred fifty. So I, I end up getting fifty thousand. Um, and I found out as I'm getting that money, um, I'm talking to my tax attorney. And said, "Yeah, you're going to get taxed on that." <laughs> so the government screws me. Violates my first memory. And then they're like, and we they, need to tax. They pay me damages. <laughs> and then I turn around and got to pay them taxes back out of that money. That's why they're like, we can get it back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got it back. Exactly. I give, give us a little oh. money. But here's the thing. On this, on this whole case, very grateful to God. I've actually gotten more publicity on the victory yeah. on yeah. this end of, of the whole saga than I did initially when President Trump retweeted it with my arrest and all that stuff. Right. Because I think um, – uh, I mean, I'm still. I got. I got two shows. I'm on this week, and they're decent sized shows. They aren't. They aren't small yeah, pawns. You've been everywhere, game. man. Yeah, I've yeah. been all over, and, and I'm grateful. For it, but I think um, there's a couple of reasons. One is 
people are so hungry for COVID victories. They're few and far between. Yeah. I can think of like, you know, me, John MacArthur, you know, he had a victory. I can think of a couple people, but I can't think of like tons of victories um, on this. So I think everyone's like, finally, we're starting to see some COVID victories and they're few and far between. Uh, I think the, the other reason that's going on here is that you have a whole bunch of cities violating all every all their citizens' constitutional rights up and down all over the place. You have the Biden administration violating every you know pro-lifers' constitutional yeah. rights, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's all this illegal shenanigans that's been going on and in pretty egregious ways these last years. Um, people need to start learning how to fight back, and I think they're starting to get get the itch, get the bug, get the and they see a victory like this and like, okay, I can do that too. Yeah. Right. So it's been a huge victory. Um do we want to roll the clip and just kind of remind everybody what the rest yeah, was like and let's all that do stuff? That. Just, I can't just, watch it. Just real quick, uh, we're gonna roll the clip of, of me getting arrested and then we're gonna um uh, turn it into Church of Central, John MacArthur and uh, other stuff that's going on. Watch the chief of police take my handbook. Watch the chief of police take my handbook. Look at us raising our hands. They can't raise their hands right here. Yeah. Man. I can't. It, that was Psalm 20, but when Rachel and it, Sean were getting we were arrested, it was Amazing Grace. Yeah, well, and then it was, it was, it was, doxology. It was Amazing Grace and then going into, into the doxology. doxology. Yeah. I, rem- I, I mean, the, the problem is here, like, you look back on this, let's say we were even in the wrong. The optics here of arresting churchgoers, absolutely raising ridiculous. their hands, you, you can't win this battle. This is how beautiful this First Amendment protest was. Right. Uh, but we were in the right here. And they arrest us. They take the chief of police takes away my hymn book. We 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 missed the whole. We yeah. clipped it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he actually yeah. reached, takes my hymn book away. Yeah. And what is going on in your mind? In your in your right. mind, as your oath of office, right. you swore to protect your citizens' right. First Amendment rights. Right. Did did any of the officers apologize to you, Gabe? No. My arresting officer, when I met with him after, he said, "I'll do it all over again." See, that's the thing that bothers me. Yeah. See, that's the thing that yeah. scares me. But all the officers that were involved in the arrest have either retired or left the force, except okay. for the chief of police. He's the only one still left. So the guy who arrested, he's not in. No, no. He's, well, that's he's a real police. estate agent in town. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> praise God. Um, Tell everybody, watch out for your hymn books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pro- I hope he's better yeah. at that than being an officer. I can't. This is a turning point in America. For That's me. right. right. Like, That's I've right. Seen, but I mean, it's really interesting. I'm watching all the stuff happen in New York right now where they had just over the weekend a, uh, a streamer who had said he's yeah. get, doing a giveaway and uh, yeah. people just rushed down to New York City, I think it was, downtown, yep. and then just like a bunch of kids and then just destroyed it. It just Cars went, it and went, everything. Yeah. It went absolutely bonkers. But, and, but, but Trump, who said peacefully, you know, go to go protest. Right, uh, he gets in trouble, and but, the streamer, the streamer actually might legally get in trouble for this. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're probably gonna get the streamer. Yeah. But what was amazing was that the way that they dealt, they're trying to manage it, and they could, they couldn't manage it. And these guys, kids, they just let them go. This is reminding me of the, the cops just stood just, there and watched. Eventually, just like okay, as long as we don't, if we don't go after them, it just tells you that the the law is kind of backwards. We're singing psalms outside. Yeah. Yeah. Not hurting anybody, right. literally. Right. Like all these people are making their own choices, but they want to be there, and they say you can't do that. No, no, we're responsible for the viral spread of COVID in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> I've 
I still get charged with that after my after I won. You go on social media and like all these liberals in my town are like, "Take your money, get out of town. You don't love your neighbor. You're responsible for the viral spread and COVID and Moscow and all that stuff." This is, but you know, the other people who got hit really hard with this too was John MacArthur on California, right? right? Right. And and they were hit with the same thing. You're, I remember all the things that were happening. They're right. spreading. People are dying. Mm-hmm. John MacArthur's on his deathbed because people are coming in there. There's just a petri dish of virus running yeah. around there. Everybody was afraid, you know, and they wanted to shut him down. Yeah. I remember the battle that they were going through. And what's so great is to watch They now that everybody, this is what we're talking about, right? They're making a film. They made a film, The Essential Church. Okay. Okay. You guys got to see this trailer. Okay. Is that Phil Johnson? Yep, that's yep. Phil. <laughs> Am I to forgive a Christian brother who offends me? Yeah. Now I want to give a footnote that will help you because there may be times when you will go to court, but the issue would be this, that wherever the word of God or the work of God is at stake, I have the right to claim my legal privileges. If, for example, some ordinance came along and tried to close down Grace Community Church, would we say, oh, it's all right, we forgive you, we'll all go home and just forget the work of God? Not on your life. We'd be down there with every sort of legal thing you could imagine trying to prove that we had the right to exist. It's a matter of protecting the privileges that God has given us for the proclamation of his word. When did you come to the decision that you were okay with suing the government? How far back do you want to go? <laughs> so good. So good. That's a bad man. Yeah. That's a bad that's man. That's a bad man. Do we got bad man on here? That's, 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 that's the soundtrack, but that's a bad man. That, uh, how far back do you want to go? How about 1975? How about... Is that when that sermon was preached? They showed it on the cassette tape. That's when that sermon was yeah, yeah. 1975. When he was, when he was saying yeah. that. You want to talk about some faithfulness? So good. I mean, that... So, Man. this is the, this was the teaser of the trailer. There's actually another trailer that's out. The, the film looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. But just hearing people talk about James Coates, um, Jay uh, Jay is in it. Tim Stevens. Tim Stevens. Yeah. I mean, every every is just one. Did they call Doug you? Wilson? Did they call no, no, you? Doug they Wilson went in. I wasn't in it. They didn't call you about that. Okay, <laughs> but it's all good though. They know you though, right? It's Baptists. <laughs> they they mean, don't have to go to, to Canada to know the people in America. Sometimes are Baptists are the only ones who think they're doing something okay. right. Okay, well anyway, they but, probably just you know, forgot. They probably were so full. <laughs> They just didn't need you. They got other people. I love you, Phil. Uh, I love you, Phil. I'm going to text you, though. About All right. What was, what's been amazing about watching some of the clips, John MacArthur said that he wanted to categor- he wanted to make this film so that he can uh, make the other pastors who close their church doors feel guilty for Ooh, not standing up. He said that? He said that. He put them coals on. And he said that he wanted to make sure that there was a narrative and a story that they told and no one else told. Yeah. That they wouldn't allow the history to tell their yeah. own. They wanted to tell their own story. Right. And and as I was listening to him talk, because he went on, um, it was amazing. He went on Jason uh, uh, Whitlock's show. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I'm like, um, I'm like, my two worlds are colliding. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And it was, um, it was wonderful seeing a faithful man of God stand strong. And the way he was talking about the essential church, I want to see it because I'm thinking this might be. 
the most post-millennial Christian film ever made. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know of one that might even supersede it. Mm. I mean, you think about a church who has been faithful, a pastor who's been faithful over the years preaching the gospel, and in the middle of the fight, Turn to say, we, okay, we were thinking wrongly about this. We repent right. of it, and then yeah, that's make one, that's a uh, huge. That's sin. one of the, the things that I, I, oh. I I've said it several times in the show, but I'll say it again. The thing that I most striking to me. I mean, I I, I love the fact that he's been teaching this since 1975. 1975. I, I love his his faithfulness to the Word of God in so many ways. I wasn't even born yet. But the thing. Yeah, neither, that's right. Neither, that's none, right. Of us, none of us were. Uh, wow. What, you know. But I love the fact that he he. Initially, they closed down. Yep. Yep. And it was like a month in, six weeks in, something like that. All of a sudden, they put a statement out and they said, we studied this some more. We looked at it some more and we were wrong. Yeah. And that's that. That takes courage. Is a man. Yep. Yeah. That's right. That's a man right there. That's who, right. Who's, who's, he's not getting blown a, a, a around by every wind of doctrine. It no. has nothing to do with peer pressure. It has nothing to no. do uh, with what the people think. But it had everything to do with him going back and double checking the word of God yeah. and the situation and saying, wait a second, we made a mistake. Yeah. We need to, we need to change this. And, yeah. and, and it cost him tons. It yeah. did. I mean, and, and talking about churches that didn't follow. I mean, there were a lot of, a lot of churches that are in the sort of grace community orbit. Yeah, that's right. And the master's seminary seminary orbit, orbit yeah. who did not go along with it, who said, Oh no, yeah. uh, you know, uh, pastor John's, um, he, he, you know, he's, he's, he's missed the boat. He's wrong. Yeah. Um, and they weren't willing to stand with him. That, yeah, Jonathan Lehman, we had him on the show because he was he came out with a letter yeah. to try and right. Did he graduate favor. from Masters, Jonathan Lehman? I don't know. I don't know. But I know but that— he, Yeah, he, he was sort of like, yeah, you know, you can do that if you want, but you sure don't have to. His, his letter was clear, don't follow John MacArthur. Right. It was, I was reading he just lines. said he just said it like you know the other day I told the guy we had on the uh, the um, military guy yeah. for 19 years yeah. that you quit. You guys, no, he resigned. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm not speaking white people. My bad. You're right. He resigned. <laughs> and that's what John Lehman <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. well, he was speaking really. It was, you know, we don't need a, fu- you know, no, John MacArthur's, you know, don't do that. Yeah, right. It was like, yeah. yo. And it's right even, before he went and marched with BLM. And he's such a coward move. Right. right? So you didn't need right. to write the letter. Right. You really didn't. Yeah, right. Like, you pray, hey, we support John MacArthur. I hope that he breaks the, the dam and everybody can go back to church. Right. Why didn't you write that letter? Yeah. You didn't write it. Anyway, but so this is what's so crazy. So after watching that, then this next clip, it's kind of like it deflates my balloon a little bit. We don't win down here. <laughs> we lose. You ready for that? No. Oh, you th- Oh, you were a post-millennialist. You thought we we're just going to go waltzing into the kingdom as you took over the world. No. We lose here. Get it. They killed Jesus. They killed all the apostles. We're all going to be persecuted. If any man come after me, let him, but deny himself. Garbage of prosperity gospel. No, we don't win down here. Are you ready for that? Just to clear the air? I love this clarity. We don't win. We lose on this battlefield. But we win on the big one. The eternal one. Man, he, he, when was this? Okay, I don't care so what y'all sermon, say. I don't care what y'all sermon? say. He don't believe this. He, I don't care what y'all say. He don't believe, <laughs> he don't believe it. it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> we don't, John McCarthy we, don't, we don't believe, believe it, John. No. 
I don't believe it. Was it, was this this was when this Trump is, and Hillary were running? Was it? This is uh, right. Like 2015 or something. Is, no, 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 no. Really? <laughs> this yeah. is re- more recent, like 2022 or something this is like that. After COVID. This because I think they, really yeah they won they had won all their their cases. Uh huh. They and I mean we'll talk about that in a second. Interesting. But what but what was really great is this is after they won. He still say he still yeah, maintained. God won. delivered you. Hold and on. You maintain that That's position. What, he don't believe that, Gabe. You stop it. He don't, he, don't, he don't believe this. Wow. Just stop right there. He's no. I don't believe it. So then Nate Wilson actually responds yeah. to this. Uh, stories are soul food. And I thought this was really great. It's funny to me that MacArthur, of all people, would say this when he is one of the best post-millennial guys out there. Preach, preacher. In terms of his orthopraxy. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, like what he's actually doing. The preaching. Is like, yeah, he's preaching the gospel. The he's of fighting the unbelieving souls. tyrants. Yeah. He's like, he's yeah. he's established educational institutions to pass on knowledge to the next generation. You know what? <laughs> say whatever you need to say to keep battling yeah. like a post If you are still guy. kicking butt, <laughs> you may say that we are super lame. <laughs> but honestly... Give me 10,000 dispensationalists like him. Right. More than one academic post mill right. guy who's not actually doing it. Yeah. Give me somebody yep. who's really in the trenches. Yep. Yeah. And I don't care what he thinks. Like, I really don't. I, I care what he does. He can say what he wants yeah. to say, but the way he has lived, the way he's functioned, the way he's fought. Right. Like, that is the real story of his life. Right. And that is a magnificent story. Met a okay, to so, the king on the so good. So, and, here's, and here's why Nate's right about this. Yeah. Everybody, when this clip came out, everybody went after John MacArthur on, on our side and kind of like, say, okay, let me show you how we win down here. And look, just a couple things I want to point out. Jesus came, God put on human flesh, wrapped himself in human flesh, lived a holy life down here. <laughs> right. Um, one in the garden, one in the wilderness where Israel failed down here right. was killed for being righteous and holy down here yeah. to take the authority away from Satan down here, died yeah. down here, resurrected down here yeah. and ascended with right. all authority in heaven and earth given to him. Right. right. So we kind of already won. It's, it's already over. So that's not, yeah. but Nate's right. Because We're just like in the Vietnam war where those skirmishes are still happening 35 well, years later. Well, here, here's how I like to and think you're about finding, it. You're finding troops up in the woods being like, Oh, the battle's over. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's how I like to think about it. You know, if, <laughs> if we went and took over the capital of We're still shooting at each other, yeah, battle's over. If we took over the capital of a place, there still needs to be people out in the edges that need to know that, Hey, Christ is King. Yeah. Bend the knee, right? Christ is King. Your King is no more. He doesn't exist. He has full authority. Christ has full authority bend the knee to him and we that's what we're doing we're going yeah. to the highways and the hedges to compel him to come in right and so but nate is so right because the beginning of the sermon where he says we lose down here mm-hmm. you, sh- you he does not describe the world that he says that the, in the, when the sermon starts with the preface he spent like 20 minutes talking about victory so this is the same sermon this is the same sermon this is the beginning of that sermon where he goes and talks about right. we lose this is the, this okay. is the beginning of this. Right. this is how the whole sermon started off okay it's just amazing how the Lord has protected us, isn't it? Hey, we're here. I just wondered what, once in a while what Satan is saying. What has this MacArthur guy got? <laughs> what I have is divine grace and protection, just what you have, right? Four employees tested positive for COVID. They're here. Welcome. And the blessings have just, just continued in amazing ways. When I think about ministry, 
I, I have to say, I don't, I can't say that in my, my years here I've ever seen anything like the flourishing of the hand of God in ministry through all of this. Let me just, wow. let me just run down some things because I think it's important for us, isn't it, to remember what God has done. Uh, to raise an Ebenezer, right? Like over Put victories? Up a banner and say, some women? The Lord has helped us. We've won some things down here? Early August, we got into the lawsuit. Since then, we've had inspectors religiously visit us 15 times. That's good. That's good. Supreme Court has issued two decisions favorable to churches. Los oh. Angeles County was forced to change the guidelines to permit churches to meet. Oh. And oh, by the way, there's a little um, caveat to that. We have 3,000 people going to show up here in a few weeks for Shepherd's Conference. We weren't sure about hotels because they're not able to be open unless it's essential. Thank you, Supreme Court. The Hotel Association says, hey, Supreme Court says you're essential. All those hotels are available. There has been an immense amount of legal work done by Jenna Ellis and 10 other attorneys. Total cost of that to the church? Millions. Zero. Oh, okay. And oh, by the way, we haven't had an offering in 10 months. We haven't passed a plate in 10 months. And you have given more in the last 10 months than any 10-month period in the history of this church. Wow. It's just <laughs> stunning. <laughs> in the middle of the lawsuit, the Lord has grown our church. A thousand new members. Wow. Baptisms. Did you hear the testimonies in baptisms Sunday nights? Uh. <laughs> that's, if that's losing, let's have a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose all day with you, John MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go to war? Because we could go to war. I'm for real. Uh, I'm for real. That's why I said he don't believe it. He don't believe it. God was so kind to them and the victory. I mean, just a thousand members in the baptisms alone is just such a blessing. And I think one of the things that we forget, he's right. Jesus was killed down here, but he was resurrected Mm -hmm. down here. And so the whole world is a whole new place because of that reality. And so now the church is just marching on, claiming victory after victory after victory. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. And it's the thing is, I mean, it is death and resurrection. It's death and resurrection. And and I think he he has such great faith in resurrection that I think he he sees the ways that sometimes gets twisted. And so I think sure. as a good general thinks, the thing I need to emphasize is, is death. Right. We're going right. to die. And I think, yes, we are going to die. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're going to be raised. We're going we're, we're, we're to lay it all down. We're going to give it all up. We're going to serve him faithfully. And he is going to bless it. Yes. And that's, that's the thing where I, you know, I just want to sort of tap him on the back and be like, yeah, but you know, that's a bunch of resurrection right there. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know. Um, again, I'm I'm with Nate 110. Yeah. percent Let's 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 have you know 10,000 more of these generals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who maybe say something a little bit half you know half you know in a way sure. that I might think oh, I don't know if that's quite right. But practical post meal guys. But, you know, right? hey, I, we 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 need ministers uh, with with a kind of realistic backbone though, and aren't a bunch of uh, uh, pie in the sky, happy clappy whatever. Mm-hmm. Your best life now. Um, I, I'd rather have some some of this you know. Um, chewing on glass, um, 
Post mill. Yeah, post whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah glass chewing post mill. Yeah. I don't know. He, you know. I just want to meet Dr. MacArthur before he passes. And I just want to say, man, you've done a lot of winning down here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Do it. Do it. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. I can't believe that was the same sermon. Let's go. 75% of people think real estate agents aren't very trustworthy. The only way to change that perception is to change the reality. If you're looking for a career where integrity matters and you can guide others through tough, high stakes decisions, come join us at Story Real Estate and help drive that 75% down to zero. I'm Chris, the owner and founder. Let's see if we have a career you'll love.